Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to part two of this incredible nuclear revenge story. If you haven't yet seen, a few hours ago, I posted part one to this story. This story is so long and detailed and excellent that it has to be spread over two videos. If you haven't yet seen that first video, please do go and watch that right now. Click the I button. If you haven't seen this video right now, part one, part two is just not going to make any sense to you. <laughs> but quickly, to remind you guys what has happened so far before we jump into the second half of this story, OP has been married to a woman for 23 years and has just found out that she is cheating on him with someone else from her work. Now, phase one of the revenge has already taken place, setting everything up. But now we're going to jump into phase two, which is where everything gets a little bit crazy. Let's go. Now, during all of this, I was also exacting the second part of my plan for payback, getting all of my affairs in order financially. In September, I'd met with a family attorney to get the ball rolling on divorce papers, with the mountain of evidence I'd piled up to that point. New York is an at-fault state as far as divorce, and the overwhelming amount of proof I'd gathered displaying Sue's infidelity pretty much solidified I could nail her to the freaking wall in a divorce case. My lawyer instructed me to get all of my financials in order in preparation for whatever division of assets might come as a result. I went one better than that though, secretly putting all of my money out of our joint account and putting it into my personal account. I also started shopping around for an apartment as part of phase two. We're now in November and I've not changed my behavior. In fact, I've ramped it up. This is where my friend Nina comes into play. For context, Nina and Sue have never been what you call close. I met Nina freshman year of high school, two years before I met Sue. Even way back then, Sue has seen Nina as a threat as she's my closest female friend. There's always been an implied, I don't trust her from Sue regarding Nina. She's never addressed it directly, but it's obvious to anyone who pays attention. Conversely, Nina's never been a big fan of Sue. Early in me and Sue's relationship, Nina called to attention to me how Sue was pretty much imposing herself into our little square of friends, whereas I didn't do the same with Sue's set of friends. That irked Nina because she knew why Sue was doing it. Her. Among Sue's circle even now, there are no male friends, aside of course from the POS, whereas Nina is the only girl in my square. Nina had been stuck overseas due to the virus and finally returned to New York City on November the 3rd. Oz, Joey, and I decided we were going to celebrate her return with a night at Joey's house for dinner and drinks. There was only five of us, Oz, Joey, Joey's wife, who was also Nina's sister, Nina, and myself. So we were sticking to CDC guidelines. We take the Rona very seriously, by the way. Now, Nina, being the evil mastermind she is, comes up with an evil idea to trigger Sue. She suggested we take some photos in the same vein as the photos I discovered of Sue and the POS months prior and post them to Facebook. And, well, that's just what we did. It wasn't until the 5th that Sue got wind of it, as I'm guessing a few friends noticed my updates and saw how uncomfortably close I was with Nina. 
this really effed her mind up because she still believed i was cheating and i can almost guarantee she wanted to accuse nina but of course she knew that nina had been stuck in europe for the majority of the year it still didn't stop her from attempting to dress me down that night for being so as she said handsy in the pics I saw this as a golden opportunity to deliver the lead jab for my knockout blow. So I say, so what about the pics with you and POS from last year? He was pretty handsy in them. But did you see me get bent out of shape over it? Dear in headlights. It was the first time I even mentioned the dude's name throughout all of this. The hamster wheel in her head started reeling in real time as she tried to explain away those pics. To that point, she hadn't even known I'd seen them. That's how little I use Facebook. When I actually do post something, it's like an event to people, which is why the pics with Nina specifically got so much traction among our circles. And explain away she did. Oh, he's that way with everyone. He's just a really friendly guy. I can see how it looks, but there's nothing there. I'm sorry if those pics hurt you. Look, I'll delete them. No, no, the pics aren't what hurt me. The year you've been fricking this dude whilst lying to me that you're working extra hours and hanging with friends is what hurt me. But Vengeance, as Lieutenant Com Worf from Star Trek TNG so famously said, is a dish best served cold. From that night, Sue was being extra specially clingy and attentive to me. Like, annoyingly so. She's trying to initiate affection and intimacy with me, and I'd stonewall her at every chance. All the while, I'm still archiving everything she's saying to the POS. Mind you, by this point, I had long since gone numb. Any desire I might have had to save my marriage was dead. I checked out the day I enacted the first phase of my plan, to be honest. She's confiding in him that I've gotten worse, that she doesn't know what to do, and she feels like I absolutely hate her. I do. Then comes the bombshell. She says she can't see him anymore. The guilt is too much for her, and she feels like karma is suffocating her. She can't risk losing me. She says that she loves the POS deeply, but she's still in love with me and she has to save her marriage before she loses me. No, my dear, you're about eight months too late for that. The POS loses his head, saying such lovely things as, he doesn't love you the way I love you, and you're making a mistake. You can't just throw me away like this. That text chain would be the last they'd have until about three weeks ago. Throughout the remainder of November into December, Sue is stuck in limbo. She's trying to gauge where my headspace is and is still unable to tell if I'm actually being unfaithful. Meanwhile, the POS is steadily blowing her phone up daily, but she is not responding to him. I'd see her check her phone often and then quickly put it away. Meanwhile, phase two of the plan was now officially complete. The divorce papers were done. I'd found me a studio apartment in Co-op City. New Yorkers will know the area and signed a two-year lease on it. All of my money was in my personal accounts. I was ready to throw my haymaker. So we're now at Thanksgiving. My oldest son and his girlfriend were hosting a small gathering of our immediate family. So it was them, my oldest son and his girlfriend, her parents, she's an only child, myself, Sue, and our youngest son. We have a great night. My oldest girlfriend is studying to be a chef and she did all the cooking herself. Now the girl can freaking cook, let me tell you. As I had to keep up appearances of nothing being wrong between Sue and I, I initiated affection with her several times that evening. Kisses on the cheek, cute little hugs, wrapping my arms around her shoulders from behind. The gestures didn't go unnoticed by her as she reveled in it. 
Bear in mind, this was the first time I had touched this woman since I kissed the top of her head the night she confronted me on October. So just about two months. I'm not gonna lie, I actually felt repulsed doing it, but I had to. I couldn't risk the plan and me being distant to her in the face of my boys, my oldest girlfriend and her parents would set off alarms. So my youngest decides he wants to stay over with his big bro for the night. So Sue and I head home. On the drive home, she thanks me for being so good to her and says, I don't know what you're going through, baby, but I'm here for you. I had to hold off busting out in maniacal laughter again and responded saying, I know, I just need time. So for the first time realistically, since springtime, we had sex that night. I figured, screw it. With what I'm about to do, I may as well get some action before I delete her from my existence. Now, I won't go into any detail, but it wasn't lovemaking. When I was finished, she was a lump of flesh laying there trying to figure out the direction of the truck that ran over her. No cuddling or anything after. I just got up, showered, and went to go sleep in my office. To her confusion, though, I used the condom. The first time in two dang decades I had done. She was definitely perplexed by it, but didn't ask questions. Sure as heck wasn't going raw in her, knowing that she'd been doing so with the POS for months at that point. I wake up the next day and check my handy dandy spy app and for the first time in weeks she responded to the pos the dude went full novella he professed his love for her said she was wasting her time trying to rekindle a flame in me that had died that she'd been in a prison with me for 23 years and deserved to experience the love and affection of a man who would cherish her mind you this dude is 27 freaking years old five years older than our oldest son And he's that sprung on a 45-year-old married mother of two? What a grade A, high-quality simp. She chose to blow up our marriage and destroy the home we built for this dude? Pretty boy with a soft side? She responded saying pretty much the same thing she said when they last talked. That she loves him and enjoyed their time together, but she can't lose me. I'm still the love of her life, but she'll always have a place for him in her heart. That they can still be friends if he chooses but the physical relationship between them is over he begged her to see him one last time that week and yep you guessed it she said yes one more for the road right now who am i to say anything that's what i did to her the previous night of course i added all of that to the archive i'd compiled december 4th is when phase three the final phase of operation shinobi ghost started The divorce papers were in my hand. My new place of residence was set up. Now I had to slowly start moving my stuff out of the house. But first, I had to break the news to my boys. I called my oldest son to the house that Friday night, had them join me in my office, and laid everything on the table. Not the specifics, but that their mother had been cheating on me for over a year, and I was going to be filing for divorce soon. My 17-year-old was especially shaken up by this because he himself had recently experienced his first taste of infidelity. Yep, his first girlfriend had cheated on him just four months prior. Seeing his heart broken a second time at the idea that his own mother was capable of doing this hit him hard. My oldest took it a lot better and suggested taking his brother in to live with him until this all blows over, to which I agreed. We packed up some of his stuff and he asked me, was I gonna be okay? I told him, yes, son, I'm going to be all right, and so are you. We're going to be all right, I promise. And then they were off. The hardest part was now over, and it was now time to arm the nukes. 
Over the next few weeks, day by day, Oz would help me get a little of my most sensitive stuff out of the house. I gave him a list of all of the definite stuff to grab while Sue and I were at work and I just left him the spare key. This was all stuff Sue wouldn't notice was missing unless you told her it was gone. I'd also gotten a new phone and phone number and told everyone who needed to know. Oz, Joey, Nina, my boys, my big sister and my mother, my new contact info. Meanwhile, I'm keeping up the roost with Sue and she's none the wiser, trickling bits and pieces of affection to her just to keep her off of the trail while she's still in contact with POS. Not to the extent they'd been before, but there's still an emotional thing happening there. The fog is faint, but it's still there. All the while, I gather everything, and I do mean everything. Every bit of data I've archived since I started the plan. Call logs, texts, pics, emails, everything, and start making printouts. Folks, I must have spent over $1,500 on staple supplies. Printer ink, paper, binders, the works, and I catalogued everything in order. From the beginning of the affair until that last bit two weeks ago, December 16th, in the binders. All 14 of them. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I then put each one in a box and gift wrapped each, addressing them to various people. My mother, my father passed seven years ago, her parents, her two sisters, her brother, her HR department, did I forget to mention the POS works for the same company, and there's an express rule against intercompany relationships because of the nature of what she does, several of her friends, the POS himself, and even the POS's parents. I lugged all of those efforts to the post office and shipped them all out on December the 16th. ETA for delivery, December 22nd to 24th. Perfect. So, we're now at Christmas Eve. Sue comes home around the usual time. No idea if she's seen the POS. I'd stopped tracking her on the app on the 18th of December. I figure I'd gotten all the mileage I needed from it. As per usual, she showers, hangs out with me for a bit. I blow her back out on the living room couch. I I know I'm a freaking butthole, wow. And she turns in for the night. The final phase was upon me at long last. The nuke I've been arming since June was finally about to be launched. In the middle of the night, I woke up and wrapped up one of the three remaining binders with the divorce papers taped to the inside cover and set it on my side of the bed with a note that said, Merry Christmas on it. Next to it, I left my old phone and the business card of my lawyer. I packed up the remainder of my most needed items, enough to fill two backpacks, and I left my home that I'd spent 23 years in for the last time. That, my friends, was one week ago. To Sue, I am completely off the grid. Gone. Shadow ghosted. She's blocked on Facebook, but she still hasn't blocked me for some reason. So I'm keeping tabs on the fallouts, and it's absolutely glorious. My packages have reached everyone I sent them out to, and Sue is getting crucified. Her youngest sister completely dressed her down. Both of her parents have condemned her. My mum absolutely destroyed her. 
Like, holy heck. I know my mum is a mean streak, but the things she called Sue were unfreaking holy. She's been frantically trying to find out if anyone knows where I am, but those that do aren't saying a word. All over her Facebook feed, she's desperately trying to reach me, but I'm not saying a freaking word to her without my lawyer presence. That will be the next time I share oxygen with her. She's got no way of spinning the narrative to paint me as the bad guy because I've exposed her to everyone who matters to her. And from what a mutual friend who works in the same company as her told me, she and the POS apparently are being put on administrative leave as of tomorrow. So yeah, chances are she'll be going into 2021 unemployed. As for the final two binders, well, one has been turned over to my lawyer as my final bit of evidence for my impending divorce, and the last one I put in my storage unit to be burned in Joey's fire pit when the divorce is final. So, do I feel guilty about this? No, not even in the slightest. 23 years I did right by this woman. I gave her the home she wanted. I gave her the family she wanted. I gave her the life I felt we both deserved. And I loved her unconditionally. Never have I faltered. Never have I strayed. Never have I even entertained the notion of breaking my vows. When an issue came up that I felt was affecting our marriage, I came to her and told her and we sorted it out as best we could. She opted to find comfort in another man's bed. Rather than come to me and say she was unhappy with our sex life at the time, she decided to step out with a young punk who gave her the tingles. So no, I have no sympathy for what I did or for her. She could burn in hell for all I care. The most I stand to lose is my house, a car, and maybe a couple hundred bucks a month in a limony. But seeing as a divorce is filed under the statute of adultery and New York State is at fault, that might get waived with the insurmountable amount of evidence I provided. As far as I'm concerned, she's dead to me and I'm never looking back. And that concludes the end of that story. Um, A crazy one over two parts, over two separate videos. But guys, I hope you now understand why that had to be separated over two videos. I didn't actually have that plan when I first came to read the story, but it was so long and so detailed that I thought, you know, it just works well in, in two parts. So I thought I'd bring you two videos for that one story. Guys, I really hope you did enjoy this video, these two videos. I mean, what, what a story of revenge, right? There's nothing worse, really, than cheating on your partner of 23 years when you already have kids and you already have a life set up and you've invested so much time and money and effort and your entire life into this one person and your family. And you just throw it all away because you're bored or whatever. I don't know. It's just like, it's inexcusable, really. And yeah, I completely agree with OP. Everything that you did was completely fair. I thought, you know, yes, you have no sympathy for her. Obviously, her life has been kind of ruined, but she did that to herself. You know, she doesn't deserve a job. She doesn't deserve a family. She's throwing that all in the bin, in my opinion, anyway. Guys, let me know down in the comments. Do you think this revenge was nuclear, first of all? Because it did decimate her entire life rightly in my opinion and also do you think it was fair that's the main point that i want to ask you guys how justified was this revenge does this woman deserve to have her family ripped apart have her job taken away from her or was that too far what do you think guys let me know down below i'm pretty set in my ways i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that op you know did did just about enough there maybe could have even gone further who knows you know i can't imagine you know like being cheated on after 23 years of marriage that is unbelievable but yeah guys it's up to you let me know down below and i will read through the comments and heart any opinions that you know i enjoy don't have to agree with me but that i enjoy Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this video. If you haven't yet seen part one, um, then that's a bit weird. You should watch that first of all right here. 
yeah, you shouldn't have watched this video, to be honest. But yeah, if you haven't seen part one, for some reason, maybe the algorithm has done something mad, check it out here. Um, I'll also link it at the start of the video, to be fair. If you are new to my channel, please consider subscribing. We now have over 600,000 subscribers and you'd be more than welcome to join if you are new. And yeah, that'll do it for this one, guys. See you tomorrow with a brand new video. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.